This is Less from The Signal, and you're listening to Psychonality. And I think you think I think you don't like me, but you know I know that's untrue. And as you think about what I think, I know I'm thinking of you. And I thought you thought I thought I liked you, and I really thought that was Hi, cool. I'm Kim, and you're listening to the Psychanalysis Podcast. Hi, I'm Tabs. Hi, I'm Heidi. Hi, I'm Dan. <laughs> and welcome to our brand new psych podcast where we go episode by episode with reviews. The fun thing is that Kim and I have seen the entire series and Heidi and Dan have not. So this is going to be fun. We're talking today about the pilot episode, season one, episode one. This is Sarah Robertson and here's your TV.com recap for season one, episode one, the pilot. When Sean Spencer is arrested for calling in an accurate tip to the police, because only the perpetrator would know the details, his only way out is pretending to be a psychic. It turns out Santa Barbara PD isn't done with him. They ask him to consult on a kidnapping case, and a business is born. Alright, so first reactions. What did you think of this episode? I wasn't Buffy, but I still enjoyed it. Dan, um, you haven't seen Buffy. <laughs> I, you hush. I'm in the way of my Buffy watching time, as a matter of fact. Wow. I was uh, I was really apprehensive at first. I won't lie. I hate crime dramas, but this is a crime comedy, and it was. I, I don't know. I, I I got into it, and and Sean is just this guy who's come uh, unemployed and observant of everything ever, and. I, I, so basically the person I've always wanted to be just from reading <laughs> Sherlock Holmes books and stuff. Yeah. I love that. He just, I, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, no, it was, um, uh, I, I got kind of drawn in. It was pretty cool. Uh, got through the first few episodes and I was just really enjoying him jumping around being flighty as hell. It's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Heidi? Um, I thought it was a really good pilot. Uh some shows, you know, pilot. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but I thought that this one was really good, and it. I'm sure that this is how the show is going to go. You know, it it introduces kind of the the way that things are going to be, and um, since the episode was longer, since it was a the pilot was longer. There was a lot more jumping around than I expected. Like there was a whole lot of, oh, maybe this is this person, and then this person, and then this person. But I'm sure that there's not quite as much of that when the episodes are shorter. <laughs> oh yeah, the second one seemed like a little bit watered down. Like it was just very, very fast. Oh, we got to get to the bad guy. Oh, where is he? Oh, it's this guy over here. <laughs> <laughs> Um, does the sergeant get any better what's what's his name sergeant stick up my ass does he get any better <laughs> Lassiter Lassiter yeah I'll have to find out we're not going to spoil it for you guys yeah we're going to do our best to not spoil you needlessly <laughs> um. a dick I, I want that fixed like I, I oh what a dick <laughs> well so what makes you say that he's a dick that like he's just let's do that because I, I, I don't because, disagree with you here he has the same reaction to everything. This guy's full of crap. This guy's full of crap. Hey, do you want a bagel? This guy's full of crap. <laughs> what a dick. 
Sean's Sean's showing him like, oh hey, uh, FYI, got it right again. This guy's full of crap. <laughs> hey, I think there might be something in that cell over there. This guy, it's just. <laughs> so I, I, I I want him fixed. I did like the part where Sean goes. I I have to catch the other guy too. <laughs> I'm confused. When do when do you start contributing? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Am, I, am I the only person that noticed? Um, is it when they're leaving that mansion and the pilot in that blue car? There's porn music playing in the background. <laughs> I mean, I was getting I, in a really observant mood watching Sean. Like, oh, hey, porn music. Oh. <laughs> Zoned in on that. Did not notice that, but it would not surprise me if there was some Sean Gus fanfic out. There. Yes. Oh, please never say that again. <laughs> Do they make brain bleach? <laughs> I was thinking about this though, but about about uh, Lassiter being such a, a jerk. It's kind of true to life though. Like when. A psychic comes to police. They got. They kind of have to go. Okay, what do you got? You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, it'd be, if it was any other show where Sean wasn't the hero, you'd be kind of like, "Why are you meddling it's with psychic. police stuff?" Yeah. Mm-hmm. Psychic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's true. Um, I also wanted to point out because because it's just so entertaining. Um, this show came out before all of the other psychics mm-hmm. helping the police. Yes. Oh, wait, wait, wait. How old is this? 2006. Yeah. Huh. Yes, because I have watched The Mentalist. The Mentalist. Only, I think, the first season and then I lost interest, but this is way better. <laughs> and when and it's funny because when The Mentalist came out, this show, they do make a few uh, jokes about it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but also like, it's even kind of close to that one with, um, mediums, medium. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's some similarities there too, you know, cause she's got the psychic abilities working with the police. Right. But I'm pretty sure this beat that as well. I'm not sure about medium. It was probably around the, around the same time, if not. Yeah. Regardless. Maybe that's the next one. That one's all you guys. I, no. It doesn't have Nathan. Fillion. No. No, we're, we're no. good. We yeah. don't need to do that. No. <laughs> uh, but probably my favorite part of this pilot is Sean and Gus. Because they are just awesome together. I love Gus. Yes. I just love his reaction to Sean when Sean shows up at his work. Yes. <laughs> like, you're playing solitaire. <laughs> <laughs> and the you know, later on when Sean goes, um, you know, you're you're dying to know who did it. And he's like, No. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> you guys uh, do the thing at the beginning of mysteries where you're like, It was that guy and you just kinda of peg somebody right off the bat. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I try How to How often do you jump around or do you like stay with it? I jump around. I suck. It's terrible. You have to have rules. <laughs> you guys try and peg the guy before the beginning and stay with the one guy. So did you have a peg, Dan? Absolutely not. Ah. Terrible at this. Good at it in the Sherlock Holmes books. <laughs> so you'll hear me complaining when there's a, a a a show where the bad guy isn't even revealed until the very end. How was I supposed to pick him? Right. Yes. Yeah, that's part of why I stopped doing it because that started happening.
Hi, this is Frank Ramblings from Tech Ramblings and Echo Alert, the Dollhouse podcast, and I'm bringing you the special Did You Know section of the Psychanalysis podcast for Season 1, Episode 1. Trivia isn't just trivial, especially when you're a fake psychic, so pay attention. Did you know that this episode debuted to 6.1 million viewers, making it the highest rated premiere for a new basic cable series in 2006? It also became the most watched pilot in USA Network history. Gus's apartment is servants' quarters within the McCallum mansion. Ann Dudek's character had a negative response to the test audience and was removed after the first episode. But that's okay. We really loved her in House, How I Met Your Mother, Mad Men, Big Love, and Covert Affairs. Special thanks to IMDb for the info for this section. This has been Frank Ramblings reminding you, the more you know... Something, something, star swish, something, yeah. I really enjoyed revisiting this episode as somebody who's seen the, the series because it was fun to see the, like, creation of it, mm-hmm. you know? Like, some things just become routine for Sean, and this is where they originate. Yes. And, and realize I realize that some of his stuff is uh, was so off the cuff when he first did it. <laughs> right. Yeah. He did seem really relaxed. He seems a little more tight in the second episode. Can I say that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, was it off the cuff for the actor? I mean, I assume that's what you mean, right? Well, no. I mean, like his his going into the psychic thing was so it wasn't rehearsed. It wasn't like oh, a, a thing that he was like. This is what I do. I put my hands to my head and pretend mm-hmm. to have an episode, you know. He just oh, knew, like, right away. I think there is some of that as well, though, mm-hmm. Dan. And um, depending on what versions of the episodes you might want to s- catch. Um, Wait, what? There are other versions? Uh, well, sorry. If you, I didn't do any research. No, no, no. <laughs> it's just a matter of if you watch it, like, on the episode versus you watch a DVD version of it. Um on the episode, they do like the psych outs, the outtakes at the end, and you get to see some. They do some really crazy uh, improv bits throughout, mm-hmm. and so you'll see clips of those a lot of times. Um, you, they also post them on the internet on the page, but I would not recommend going there right now. Yeah, it's super spoilery, but yeah, the, it seems like the the cast has a bunch of fun recording the episodes because yeah. yeah they'll they'll break into song when somebody screws up a line and in a song yeah they'll like do an 80s song they love singing they sing a lot yeah and um this episode this episode starts a very huge tradition in the psych universe that actually is because of james who plays sean uh the scene where where he's in gus's apartment um he pulls out a pineapple. Nice. Like, do you want to cut out, cut this up for the road? What was he, that? That was ad libs, and Steve Franks kept telling him, "Okay, let's t- do a take where you don't do that." And he kept doing it. He's like, "Okay, yeah, 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 yeah," and then he kept doing it because he wanted to have a pineapple in every single episode, even if it didn't make sense. So now I it's finally a, understand the pineapple. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now it's a huge thing. Like they'll have huge. When this when the show's running, they have a spot the pineapple contest, and you text in if you see the pineapple and where you saw the pineapple, and there's contests and things like that. 
So that's yeah. why pineapples are so huge. But it's all because he kept ad-libbing that line. Like, do you want to cut, cut this up for the road? <laughs> yeah. So pineapple is a big motif throughout the whole series, which is why we thought it was hilarious when a pineapple showed up on How I Met Your Mother. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so... So, yes. Uh, Wait a minute. Where was the pineapple in the second episode? I don't know. I, I'm terrible at spotting the pineapple. I'm awful. There's Sometimes these, it's just on. It's in the background. It's not. It's not like they use it. Yeah, like one time I remember there was like a pineapple, um, like candy dish or something. Yes. And, I mean, so it can be a million different things. Yeah, and there's been. I think there's a, one time it was like Lassie was holding a bag of groceries and there's a giant pineapple sticking out of the top of it, stuff like that. Like they don't point it out all the time. Okay. Yeah. So we have to keep an eye out. Yes, keep an eye out for the pineapple. Keep an eye out for the pineapple. Um, But yeah, so I want to know more about thoughts about the characters that you guys had, other than Sean, because we've covered Sean. And also the sergeant. And Lassiter. (laughs) Yes. What did you think of Chief Vic? Yes. is she is is her character supposed to be pregnant or are they trying to hide that a little bit? Her character's supposed her to be pregnant. Okay, cool. So that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And she, she seems all right. I mean, it was pretty. I, maybe she does something amazing in the later episodes. She seemed pretty, uh, pretty secondary character in this episode. These episodes, I don't know. Was, Heidi, she looked chief. familiar. <laughs> I'm yes. terrible with faces, and now I'm going to be paranoid. Where's she from? <laughs> oh, you you know won't know her. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, she was. Which one are we talking about? Not the interim chief Vic, the one that was pregnant. Okay, so it was she Amber. No, that's no, no, that's that's the the partner. Okay, that's Lassiter's partner. Yeah. Well, then no, I didn't pick. She's in uh, Double Meat Palace at the end. She's the new boss for Ah, Buffy. Okay. Well, I was very excited to see um, Anne Dudek from House, but then yes. I was sad that she was only in the pilot. <laughs> yes, she was. <laughs> but that's okay, because she gets replaced. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I, people did not like her character, and so they replaced her. Uh, this, this is the partner? The partner. Yeah, the gal the master was uh, sleeping with. <laughs> I, say, I can't. Uh, I, I can't put a finger on her too easily. She was from House. She was a main character in House for yeah. a bit. Yeah, and she's also Natalie on How I Met Your Mother. Hi, this is John Pavlich from the Sofa Dogs Podcast and Castlecast. And if you're like me, sometimes you notice that shows filmed in Canada, like Psych is have a lot of the same guest characters. So, it's time to play Where Do I Know That Actor From? In the pilot of Psych, our murderer turns out to be Mr. McCallum, war hero, and loving father. Well, kinda. McCallum is played by the sensational Don S. Davis. So, where do you know him from? Don S. Davis is probably best known for his role as General Hammond, in the TV franchise Stargate. He's also appeared in other geek-friendly TV shows like Supernatural, Chuck, Flash Gordon, 
Twin Peaks, and The X-Files. This has been John Pavlich, and hey, where do I know you from? <laughs> so, so one of my favorite scenes was with the binoculars yeah. and his spy technology the first time he's got to use spy technology <laughs> and then when they see the dog and they're both jumping up and down yes <laughs> they're so excited and I like later when he goes what's the magnification on these like 2x we gotta stop at Walmart and then when they take the police there do you have any binoculars no we don't carry binoculars (laughs) oh well i just happen to have some in my pocket (laughs) i like when he was practicing his surprise face in the car (gasps) (laughs) i didn't even catch that and gus wouldn't do it and he's like that's horrible it's a terrible surprise face (laughs) i like gus's faces are you know, especially when he reacts to Sean, he doesn't say anything. They're just hilarious. Dule does a really good job with the, oh my gosh, do we really have to do this right now? <laughs> he's he's a very expressive actor. He is. Uh, Loved him on West Wing. Awesome on West Wing. If you haven't seen him on West Wing. I haven't seen West Wing. Oh, very good. But um, having lived with some awful, awful actors at my last apartment, uh, the it's it's really cool to see somebody with just with their face, yeah, just talking with their face. Yeah, and I guess his mouth a lot, but mostly. It's- <laughs> <laughs> I really like when Sean was digging through the trash. I think that was one of my favorites. Like, why are you digging through the trash? And when he, oh, and when he tells Gus that there's going to be forensic guys at the the crime scene, and Gus gets all pumped. Yes. <laughs> And the digging through the trash actually paid off because he found the dog food bag and mm-hmm. the dog actually helped with the case. So. Ah, you knew he was gonna. Yes. <laughs> Always good stuff in the trash. <laughs> I And I just love this series, of course. It's just so quotable. There's so many awesome, awesome quotes. Um, I just can't remember them. It's true. <laughs> They go by so fast. They do, because there's so many of them. But like some of the good ones, um, I actually found a page. So Sean is spastic as hell. It's just, it's wonderful. But I've I've always noticed, like, in in pilots, you get a good look at the characters, and then the next season, they're totally different. Um, I'm really hoping Sean stays spastic. (laughs) Just ADD. Yeah. I.E., ooh, should we slice this up with the road? (laughs) <laughs> right yes um i really like the bit where <laughs> they're talking about you named your fake de- detective agency psych yes <laughs> <laughs> why not call it hey we're following you in the police department hope we don't make a mistake and someone dies because of it <laughs> <laughs> and then Sean goes that would never fit on the window right. <laughs> 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 Yeah, one of my favorites was in the interrogation room when he says, when Sean says, I guess I was doing what you were doing, not solving crime. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Yeah. So, I like, I like uh, when Gus says, 
you know, you solved one mystery and now you're renting office space and and Sean goes, Guess I've solved a bunch of mysteries. For instance, the mystery of who kept stealing your newspaper. Answer me. <laughs> <laughs> the mystery of what we're doing this weekend. Hint, it involves dragsters. <laughs> I also want to point out this one quote, because it's awesome. <laughs> And I didn't realize how awesome it was until now. Uh, when uh, Gus says, make, mo- make no mistake, Sean, I will kill you. Okay, <laughs> I appreciate the fact that you think you can beat me up. But I think our last couple proves otherwise. <laughs> Are you talking about the Cinnamon Festival? <laughs> we were yes, six. You do remember. <laughs> I love that they talk about a Cinnamon Festival here. <laughs> yes, that's very important I for everyone. I wondered if we Wait. would... Uh, that I wondered if we would hear more about that in the future. <laughs> cinnamon What's festival. A cinnamon festival. Oh, who oh. knows? It's a thing. They, you know what? They have uh, clearly. You know. <laughs> well, there's an episode later that it's important. Well, yes, <laughs> but but <laughs> even that, like, you know, like they're always making talking about stupid little events like that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the, yeah. Because they've been what? best friends since childhood. So, so what did you guys think about Kid Sean versus Adult Sean? That scene was cool. And I know that kid from somewhere. Yeah, he's in my improv group. <laughs> he's not actually in my improv group. <laughs> yeah. yes. I, I, I enjoyed Kid Sean. That, that scene kind of took me back to the, the Born Identity where he's, um, you know, in a diner observing things. And oh, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's really cool to see how that sort of thing gets that gets going. I wonder if um, I, it, it does beg the question: Was Sean always good at noticing stuff, or is it all like dad trained? I'm I'm really interested um, in uh, the psychology behind child growth. Actually, I, I kind of work as a teacher, and it's really interesting to see like uh, which children have which parents and yeah, how they do in school, whatever that sort of thing. So it makes me wonder a little bit. <clears throat> Not that, you know, a Hollywood show is going to be too close to the truth, but. <laughs> it is. It's a very interesting dynamic with Sean and Sean and dis- Sean's dad. Yeah. <laughs> I love when the cop pulls him over and he's trying to cover up for <laughs> not knowing that his dad is in town. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Doing his thing. Henry style. <laughs> oh, what did he call himself? Um, the the cop? Yeah, the cop. Tell the him Kingfisher. Some... Kingfisher. Tell him the Kingfisher said hello. <laughs> <laughs> like, every old cop has a nickname. <laughs> right. Yeah, any predictions or things that you guys would like to see? I want to see more uh, Detective Don't Eat the Chicken scenes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was classic. That is the worst hay fever I've ever seen. I like how he takes off his, his sunglasses, too, in, in Crusoe style. Yeah. Yeah. The chicken. I, I kind of want him to, um, to, to start a scene the way they did. Uh, oh, God, I can't remember the name of the, the show now. It's the one that's all over the Internet. Um, that, that comic all over the Internet has got the, the main character making an awful pun and then putting on his sunglasses. I want to see that. <laughs> what, what is that? Oh, God. CSI. Yeah, Miami. CSI. Crusoe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, what mm-hmm. you just said. Yes. <laughs> All right, I admit I don't know that actor's name. 
Yes. Well, it's, it's, it's become such a meme, uh, meme that, you know, this is how you act. Put on your sunglasses. Take off your sunglasses. So the thing you want to see, I want to see it too. That's what I meant to say. Hi, this is Brian Brown from Slice of Sci-Fi, bringing you your psych shoutouts for Season 1, Episode 1, The Pilot. Now, shoutouts are those wonderful moments in Psych where they refer to pop culture items in the show. And we like to point them out because they're so wonderfully geeky, and of course, we like to share. In this episode, Gus referred to one of Sean's previous jobs driving the Wienermobile. And no, it doesn't have anything to do with the disgraced congressman. The Wienermobile is an automobile shaped like a hot dog on a bun, and that's used to promote and advertise Oscar Mayer products. Now, it was created in 1936 by Oscar's nephew, Carl G. Meyer, and the variants are still in use by Oscar Mayer today. Other references in the episode include the North American sports magazine, Sports Illustrated, which is owned by the media conglomerate, Time Warner, and currently has over 3.5 million subscribers. Also included in the pop culture references is the board game Monopoly, published by Parker Brothers, a subsidiary of the toy and game giant Hasbro. Did you know that in 1941, the British Secret Service had John Waddington Limited, the licensed manufacturer of the game outside of the U.S., create a special edition for World War II prisoners of war held by the Nazis? Hidden inside these games were maps, compasses, real money, and other objects useful for escaping. They were distributed prisoners by the Secret Service-created fake charity groups. How cool is that? And our final pop culture reference comes from the wonderful pictures of Katerina McCollum that Sean keeps staring at. Now, Sean comments that she reads Vonnegut, which is a reference to Kurt Vonnegut, who is a 20th century writer who is known for blending satire, gallows humor, and, of course, science fiction. Well, that's it for this episode's Psych Shoutouts. Special thanks to Wikipedia, IMDb, and Audiovisual over at the USA Forums for help in rounding up all of these great shoutouts. That's it for me, Brian Brown. Have a great day. And Gus, don't be Harry Potter and the prisoner of Marzipan. Yes. What else? What else do you want to see? Um, or do you think might happen? I mean, it's hard I, off a pilot, but... I would like to see more of the observing scenes, the, the more, uh, um, oh, we're really amazed at what you just did, rather than the, um, the, the slapstick hijinks. Well, not slapstick, but rather than the hijinks sort of thing. When he was in the interrogation room, for instance, and he just goes to town on all three of those people, you know, the psychic thing. Oh, right. you're sleeping together. Oh, you've got a grandmother just died. Oh, you're, you're, you're having a wedding. Yes. Like, that was cool. I, yes. I that not in that one, the kicker was the, you know, you know finds down the hall. <laughs> so right. shaking his boot. <laughs> yep. Something in his shoe. <laughs> that would be fantastic. I did love I I love the the bit between Sean and that guy the bloodthirsty guy I have the same tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe they spelled bloodthirsty wrong? <laughs> Can't believe you didn't try that out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just how cool and calm and collected Sean is all the time. Yep. Yes. Heidi, anything you want to see or predictions? Um, I don't think any predictions. Not yet. Um, well, I guess this is a kind of want to see, and also I think we definitely will, but, um, more of Sean and his dad, because I'm really liking that dynamic of him, um, 
him never completing anything and just being a screw up basically and um and his dad being you know a policeman and very very work ethical kind of and so yeah i want to see a lot more between those two characters right i would agree with that awesome. it reminds me a little bit of fringe yeah it does have yeah. a fringe feeling mm-hmm. that would be cool maybe a meaner dad than the one in fringe <laughs> it's kind of like re- <laughs> reverse of fringe a little bit yeah yeah walter in fringe is more the the not do anything <laughs> yeah I think it'd be great if he was cranky. Oh, I, I hate that, that dad character. Oh, but I love him, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I think that's it. Closing thoughts. If you were a piece of furniture, what would you be and why? <laughs> Closing <laughs> thoughts about the episode. <laughs> I look forward to seeing more of this. I think this will be very, very interesting. Yeah, me too. It was... Like- it was actually hard to stop watching after two episodes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> awesome. Yes. We're not going to let you jump ahead. No. Because <laughs> we're mean. <laughs> well, thanks everyone for listening. If you want to leave a comment, uh, you can do so at quadruplez.com and or send us an email. Um, the, all that information is on the website in the show notes. So thank you for talking to us, and we'll be back with another episode of Psych. Bye. 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 Psych Analysis is a podcast about the USA Network show Psych and is part of QuadruplesZ.com and Between the Lines Studios. Stay tuned for more episodes. If you want to get a hold of us, please send emails to betweenthelinestudios at gmail.com or visit our website at quadruplez.com. Psychanalysis is released under a Creative Commons and Attribution, non-commercial, non-derivative work, 3.0 United States License. Grr. Yay, me. Hold on, stop. We may have lost tabs. You did. Oh. No. There she is. There I am. All right. I think it's going to be fun. Yes. Yay. <laughs> okay. Anyway.